0: guys. Nolan and Jason here again with Roofing Webmasters. Howdy. Today is roofer marketing and making money in tough times. So roofer Topical. marketing. It's, it's, it is, because it's on everybody's mind. You and yeah. I have talked about this a long time, so um,
1: it felt like we were going to have a bad... We've been talking about... A downturn for three years at minimum. I think the more. whole world has, like, yeah. it feels like it should have happened. I, I should say four years because we were talking about it way before pandemic. It seems like here we are in 2022. Yeah.
0: So it's because we were technically were we had the 08 debacle, yeah, we were supposedly out of that by 2010 or, or something, or like 12, but <laughs> but it didn't feel like it until like 15 or 16, yeah. But the economy's raring, and, and by 2018, we're like, well, where's the recession, you yeah. know? Yeah,
1: it, we're, we're going up 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 at some point something and not last forever COVID hit
0: and we all thought that this shit's over yeah and instead and, and and very thankfully and gratefully we work with roofers and contractors yeah and I'm like, oh my god thank God because I, I had I knew uh, Martin Cummings, by the way that worked with I, I had I talked to a Martin Cummings guy I think I told you this he worked with restaurants. And gems. Oh my God! That was the only thing he did. He was out of. He was obliterated. Yeah. But so then here come everybody, and everybody's like silent for just like you know anytime something really bad happens. Like I yeah. I can remember silence in the air in the economy twice in my life. Uh, 9/11 Right. And that was like deafening the the weirdness. You'd walk into the grocery stores, and everybody's looking at each other like, oh shit.
1: Yeah, like uh, the day after nine eleven, I went to the grocery store. Yeah, and, and everybody's just like driving. You got out of your car. Everything, even outdoors. I mean, the freaking animals. The were air quiet. felt yeah. yeah everything weird. was heavy. And then um, two thousand
0: and eight hit, and really for about a year or two, everybody was just kind of like. Oh shit! This don't fit. This is. Are we are heading off a cliff? Yeah. yeah, and then this time around, it feels like it should have happened already. Like year after year after year.
1: Yeah, but we we have literally talked about it. Yeah, every year, you know, we have to prepare for what's coming, and then it didn't happen. It's like wow. I'm People surprised. are talking
0: about like a Kevin O'Leary, the Mister Wonderful from the Shark Tank, talks about a. He's like, I think there actually could be a soft landing, even though we have inflation and all this other stuff problem with a roofer, I think, right now is that during 2020, and everybody thought it was going to go to shit, everybody starts remodeling their homes. Because they were sitting <laughs> at home <they're>, and <laughs> had nothing to so, do. So they're remodeling the houses, they're putting on room additions, this affected every single home contractor out there.
1: Yeah, they, they, they all, they went in, mm-hmm. unless you were in a place like New York, where they literally said you couldn't true, do it. True. Um, and and, and, and th- that's not just me making some up. We had clients in New York who Absolutely. said, I'm out of business. The state won't they let me They won't work. let me come out. But almost um, everybody. Could. Everywhere else yeah. had actually ended up having a good year. I don't know if you remember this. But for years, I pushed Nolan to expand beyond roofing and home services, saying we should get into other categories. And he always resisted. And early in the pandemic, I actually ate a little crow and said, I'm really glad that we're at home services. I like contractors. <laughs> I like Well, It wasn't that I didn't I like, like contractors, roofers. I just thought we should expand into other categories and it turned out not that would have just been lost business and yeah. a, we we ended up you know able to grow and maintain why, I get along with the roofers, I like them.
0: Yeah. Um, I like um, there's some categories I don't like like dealing with attorneys and stuff. I mean there's just certain and then there's other categories where they can't they can't pay a bill or figure like the business model is Tends to attract people that aren't stable, right? Like pest control. No offense, I mean,
1: but but you know,
0: <laughs> screw you. <laughs> no offense, but but yeah. Or, or
1: or there there's categories <laughs> like real estate that got locked down by somebody else by API interfaces ago, and, and, and software. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, but anyway, so so they're sitting there. Roofers are there, and it begins to boom, and then it booms through 2020, and booms through 2021. Now we're still not in an economy that would be concerning yet or at this point. Right. So it appears that we've had a GDP downturn, but everything still appears to be rolling forward on most categories. Right. So, so, however, people are beginning not to, a lot of the construction that people did that was extracurricular construction and stuff on their home seems to be waning off. Now, I got a call from somebody, which most of these podcasts come from, a good thing or a problem in a real life situation. So I got a call from a guy and I find these calls fascinating because of the psyche of the person and where they are. So the guy started his business. Anybody that started a contracting business in 2020 looks brilliant and ballsy and pretty cool. Like they're yeah. like, they're like, screw it, I'm starting. And so he started in 2020, 2020 or 2021. And this year it's waning off for him. And so what's happening, and, and we've seen this with a few, but essentially, you know, they're, they're not working on the homes quite as much, and there hasn't been, and there, we've had some droughts and not quite
1: as much storm activity. Yeah. It'll change. That's yeah. it. and, You know, we've talked on other editions of the podcast about people who have the biggest storm in 20 years or 30 years yeah. rolls through their area, and they have this banner year, and then they make the assumption that that's, gonna, that that's the new normal yeah. And they get two years worth of workout, and then it returns to a baseline. Yeah, I don't and, even know.
0: Yeah. You know, and and this is
1: kind of the same thing. It is, it is, and
0: it's not. I don't think the average. I don't think they. You know, like, oh, we're going to get a storm every year. I think they think. Oh, we're doing a hundred roofs. We we did eighty roofs last year. Storm hit. We did four hundred roofs or three fifty, and. I'm pretty sure we can at least hold 150. So I and and it's not you know and not only that maybe a lot if, if the storm's bad enough a lot of the roofs are done for a while yeah. unless the storm hits again. Yeah. So yeah. that that happened in two, to a client we had in 2016. Yeah, that's actually I know we were talking. We we're thinking about yeah thing. in San Antonio and I think it was 2016 the worst tailstorm they'd had and forever maybe and like over half the roofs gets replaced and so. 2017 still had roofs being replaced. It was so bad, but by 2018, things were not looking so great, and there hadn't been a storm, and so there's actually less roofs than normal to to repair. Yeah. So so it can happen, but when somebody's when somebody's the high the lows are higher and the highs are higher Mm -hmm. when somebody markets properly. Right. And so I and 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 what it, it. I mean, for me, I try to do these without being cynical, but it's hard to. I've done this for decades and decades, and I I want to, in case anybody doesn't know, I'm going to give them a real quick background on me. I started up mowing lawns, painting curbs, got into home security, did 23,000 sales and installs home security systems, and back in the day, that was huge, but it became glaringly apparent to me that unless I had marketing dialed in perfectly, I didn't make any money. Right. So margin had to be dialed in perfectly. It had to be basically inexpensive, lots of it, lots of leads, and then I had to control overhead to make a profit. That's pretty much it.
1: That's the recipe for success. Well, which is kind of business 101, but it's amazing how many people don't get it. No,
0: it's it's uh, it's unnerving. And then, but, but the reason it's so hard, I think, is because there's so much propaganda. How Managers, What would your business do if you died? Well, like, no, duh. Like 99% of businesses would go to business. If,
1: if, you, don't, if, you, you, die, if you, you don't, die, you don't care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless it, you're trying to leave it to your kids or something. Well, everybody wants a legacy, <laughs> but your business is going under if you die. Yeah. If you're a roofer. Yeah. If you go on vacate permanent vacation, your business goes down. <laughs> and so you hear all this stuff and you start hiring people, you get overhead, and you constantly jack up your profit margin. Right. So it is tough, but that's you got to get leads you got to get sales and you got to get overhead low so you can make a net profit and you got by keeping it takes a long time to figure out that oh i got to work my business all the time to keep overhead low right. so that i can make a net profit and so and, and so that i'm efficient because even if you work all the time and you hire too many people you can work all the time hire too many people and not be efficient anymore and still eat up all the profit the trick is just to stay in the weeds and work all, you know, work properly. Right. Uh, you can always take your money and
1: invest it. By the but, way, when he says in the weeds like that, he means in the trenches, not off in the weeds, yeah. but down <laughs> in the weeds. So, <laughs> selling, talking to
0: clients, dealing with problems, you know. Yeah, involved. Involved, yeah, and, and, and then you can make
1: money and then you have to invest it if you don't invest it. Then and involved doesn't necessarily mean up on the roof, nailing in shingles yourself, in fact, if you're the owner, you probably shouldn't be doing that all yeah. that much. You should do it occasionally, occasionally, so that you still know what's going on. So you keep your hand yeah. into it. Yeah. But yeah, he's talking about in the trenches working on the business. I don't. I, there are very few processes in the business that I do. Right. But if something
0: happens bad, I, I always say like, "Hey, what's going on? What happened with this situation?" So, guy calls me. I'm going to get to part of the point here. Back. Are we heading into re- recession? We're technically already in one by two quarters being a downturn, will it turn into something worse? Nobody knows. Are, are, are you are you a roofer that is experiencing a downturn in, in 2022 because of waning off of COVID people working on their homes, you know, or did you have a storm? Did you not have a storm? Did you benefit from a storm or COVID room uh, re, uh, home remodels and have a booming business but didn't market, you know? So that so because it was too easy in 2020 because it was too easy because there's a storm or because COVID got you tons of business. So I I wanted to discuss this guy that called I won't say who he is. He's in a uh, coaching group of, of guys. A lot of roofers do this. I, I personally think it's great. I love coaching and I love the sound of this group. But he doesn't market at all. Basically, now he has a ba- he has a basic website and a Google business profile, and essentially. From my perspective, he doesn't market it at all. He's done square one. Yeah, and nothing. He, he's done the most yeah. basic stuff possible, and his business is waning off. It's currently uh, over halfway through 2022 right yeah. now. So, his, is is he located in a
1: highly seasonal area?
0: You know, I, I i don't, I don't think so. I'm I'm thinking of the the area. He has a the area has hail sometimes, but not as much as Texas.
1: It was, was in LA. I'm I'm think more winter. He's in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to dip in fall and winter. Most of those guys are doing work like a little them.
0: bit. You know, this is, uh, I it, it might be, if I recall, uh, the guy I think might have been in Chicagoland. Okay. Um, it may not have been, but it was somewhere up in there. But anyway, so he's in, and it's a mega metro, it's a mega tropolis place. So he could have tons of business. And, and he's, and he's rightfully in calling, But, the the bigger problem was is that he had this extraordinary event. COVID was just extraordinary, extraordinarily profitable for contractors. Yeah, it, it, it's like a nine eleven. Uh, these unfortunate thing nine eleven, which I guess killed less people than you know way less people than COVID. But, <laughs> yeah,
1: bye. yeah, but way less.
0: <laughs> both being horrible tragedies, um, we benefited greatly in home security yeah. from nine eleven. So yeah. COVID comes. And contractors benefited greatly. In fact, a lot of people just made their, they have made a fortune
1: during this time frame. So here, whenever there's a bad event, there is some business somewhere that will benefit. Twice, it. It's twice now that I benefited,
0: you know, from a from horrible tragedy. And so I don't take that as good. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. It's just that it did happen twice. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Uh, but luck is what happens when preparedness meets opportunity. In this case, opportunity was unfortunate and uh, that came out of it is on, you know, but um, anyway, so the guys in this group, he's doing everything. And I want to talk about this because this is to me is so important to understand that I I, I talk about this a, a little bit. I really hope people appreciate what I'm telling them because they don't really realize. I know that I know that 99% of business owners don't realize how vital this is. Methodology is right, that's why we're going to do the beer goggle one because <laughs> the methodology is so important. So, this guy has trucks and decals and an office and employees and member of groups and a coach and a salesperson or tunes,
1: CPA and overhead, all these things. So, from an outsider perspective, it's a business. for most people that's a real business, it's a real that's business. Legit. Yeah. There's
0: no Marketing. Yeah. And it's maddening for me to look at it from my perspective.
1: It's literally just. Or he thinks his, his decals on his trucks are marketing. I mean, they are, but. He's calling us from a referral, which I'm grateful to have.
0: I'm just saddened to see people. I want to educate them. You know, I was like, I want to take people and shake them. Cause now he very likely become a client, but he's sleeping and thinking about it. Yeah. But did he think about the truck? or the decals, or the business cards, or the or the or co- this coaching deal's really expensive in a long time frame commitment. Really? Mm-hmm. So do you think about that, or the overhead, or getting the best accountant, or all these other things? All these horrible expenses that are crippling. That's why I was telling a little bit about controlling expenses and yeah. stuff. Well, there's no ability to even earn money. But to some degree, The people that do this are just lucky. You know, on another hand, our economy needs hardworking people and there's not a lot of them. And so when someone needs hard labor work done, we seem to have a diminishing pool of people to do that. And so if someone's willing to get out there and do it well, then they're busy. But if the economy goes a little off or they don't have a storm that year, what do they even have? You know, except an expense-ridden structure with no ability to get any leads or sales
1: out of it. And there's a a mistake people make where they think you need those things to have a business. And it's like, you don't need wrap trucks or decal trucks. You don't need new trucks. You don't need new trucks. And we've gone over this before, that you don't, you get, if you need, I mean, you might need trucks. Yeah. But you don't necessarily
0: need a brand new Ford. I carry some of this a little too hard. Like I'll tell a story here that I I, I, I hadn't even watched. I, I never. I was with my aunt Becky on a working vacation. We were watching eighty movies with my thirteen-year-old son. Anyway, so we're watching Uncle Buck. Okay. And um and I I do well, <laughs> I do well enough these days. Yeah. But we're talking about having low expenses, and so being forty-nine years old, having lived through stuff. I haven't gone through anything too hard. I'm not gonna compare myself to my grandparents that aren't around anymore and depression and stuff, you know, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I just, uh, cars and stuff and, and overhead just doesn't mean much to me anyway. It doesn't, it's just like, that's not the place to spend the money. And I have a I have an older car than most of my uh, friend most of my kids, friend's parents <laughs> and uh, they had to, like they they refer to me as now that my son's seen the picture is uncle buck <laughs> showing up but but seriously if you're a roofer and you show up an if anybody knows that movie uncle buck has like this it's hilarious this, it's beater. like a, it's yeah. like an ltd uh, limited beater uh oldsmobile or, or gm car uh sedan and when it when he's Turns it on or stops it, or the car it backfires, and <laughs> everybody hits the deck, and the kids are like they're teenagers at that mortified age. They're like, Oh my god, anyway, it's hilarious, but they had like a uncle buck. But it, my point is, is that expense if the expenses are already low, not to worry about it, right? I, I don't think that we can get any lower in expenses, hardly. There's some stuff I could do, maybe barely but i've always low on expenses and i think all these
1: guys should be so they can make it a profit and stay yeah. everybody should watch it the way you does i mean yeah. when you do when you go through receipts and bills and everything every month it's really common for me to get a message from you what is this well <laughs> i don't you know, know i honestly what what, what is this and, okay. and what it, but you do it often i have enough, my flaws yeah but and, and i'll get a message what is this are we using this cuz we had a shake-up in the company a few years ago and we discovered some excess expenses we didn't need. We went through a lot and yeah, we sued do it again. Um, we found a lot of stuff that didn't need to be paid for that we were able to shed. Yeah, And everybody should do that at least once a year. Not that this is relevant, but in
0: this business, there's a lot of shit that I can't pinpoint. This server, that server, registrars, I mean, weird-ass software that everybody uses here to track everything. I mean, we've got yeah. a lot of tools and things that are odd. Yeah. That well, that's I, why you asked me if we're using it. I can't a...
1: this is irrelevant. But like <laughs> I,
0: I can't track every debit to what stinking Amazon server we're using. You know? And I it makes me want to just cancel all the credit cards <laughs> and then reinitiate. And it's you know, it's like, oh we'll find out if we needed that or not. But we have yeah. that but a roofer darn well knows yeah all of their expense structure. They might have a little trouble job costing an individual job or watching out for a pile of shingles to walk out the back door while the subs charge them an extra square. Like that's kind of shit. Like they don't use all the shingles. They throw shingles in the back of their truck and hide them. And then not only do they steal the the, the material but then they charge the reason they stole the material is charge for it. To charge the labor for it. Jeez. This is bullshit. So they have, You don't have to deal with stuff like that. I don't, you I don't, don't have, have any physical stuff going. That's why you drive through some neighborhoods by the way. And you'll see a house built with 10 different types of stone and brick and roofing material. Really? Because all that shit was free off a of job site. Because somebody scavenged it for they scavenged it, and gave somebody a They scavenged it, stole it, and then on top of that, charge for the installation of it, possibly. Roofers know what the hell I'm talking about. Wow. Horse, horse shit, by the way. <laughs> but they've got to stay on top of little things like that. Yeah. Um, but to keep the expenses loaded. But there's certain things that you don't. The, my point on all, all this is that. Yeah, you need a truck. Could you handle a 10-year-old truck? Probably. No one's going to complain when an old truck pulls up full of shingles, you know, or, or whatever, or full of workers. Yeah. Um, but so you don't have to have all these things, and some of these things are like ass backwards. You probably need coaching. And if you can afford it up front, great. But you need leads worse. And then when you find yourself with no leads, the whole damn thing comes down. And if you find yourself with no leads and high expenses, holy crap. When times
1: get tough, you're yeah. really screwed. You and, know? and you're talking about like the coaching group, maybe price out and see if there's an individual business coach. This is a good coaching you. group. I'm not going to dog those. Yeah, I'm out. not saying they're yeah. bad or anything, but just, just
0: is, expense. Is it before that? Is it before something else? I don't know. And yeah. is you know people will keep these other expenses. And so when we left this conversation, which was great, very well, could become a client. Is that the call you had yesterday? You had told call. me It was
1: a good call. Okay.
0: It was a good call. Yeah, I, I like the guy, but he's going to think about it. He's thinking about it. You know, did it's nothing to think about. Like the marketing is the last thing to go down. So the first thing that most roofers want to cancel is the marketing. It, it he doesn't even have marketing. This guy. The first thing, the last thing that needs to be canceled and you're going
1: to go out of business, if you do this, is the marketing. Yeah, the marketing is the thing you cancel when you're shutting down. When you're shutting your business (laughs) down. Because then you, that's the only time you don't need it. You're done. And and in the world of, and this is a different
0: podcast, but in the world of organic, which is the big show, if you want to look up Roofer Marketing, the big show. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Where... Over 80% of people go to Google to look for services, and while they're over 70% click on a non-paid item, which is your branded company's digital footprint, which is search engine optimization, which makes you show up, that always gets worked on. It's right. not temporary. It's not up and down. It's not stopped when the economy gets a little rough or there's no storm. It's the only thing keeping the doors open Right when this stuff, and the lows are higher, and the highs are higher
1: no matter what's happening. Yeah. Right. I, I had a conversation with a client that was they're nervous. A lot of people are nervous right now. There's a nervous energies building. Yeah. And they were talking about scaling back marketing. And I'm like okay. So I just want to put this in perspective for you. You're talking about scaling back your marketing when there, you think there's going to be less business. Right. So That's what insane. you're talking about is getting an even smaller piece of a shrinking pie yeah. If the pie you can't you can't control the economy so if that's the pie and it shrinks a bit you can't stop that but if you then shrink your piece of the shrinking pie that's just insane and if you know what is going on and you're told that it's insane. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. it's literally well. There's less to go around, I'm so I'm gonna take go. even a smaller share of what there is to go around. No, so that's when you have to go for more of it. It's you, you. don't have to like people. Don't have to pay us more, but you
0: got to yeah, stay I, vigilant. It, yeah. And there's things that people can do, like get reviews and other stuff. But yeah, it. it I I believe uh, I know because we do this for a living that someone could grow market share during a horrific economy with roofing yeah. because roofing being a necessary item there's always going to be a roof going on and on top of that insurance companies in many parts of the country pay for the roofs Right. so there's ability for someone to actually grow and not have a bad time in the roofing business and so it, it's just it's the opportunity for the roofer is huge missing this is catastrophic, right? So the guy that's new that had a great year that, frankly, fell ass backwards into a good time. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> so it, it's no different than somebody buying a piece of real estate, and then we have you know inflation makes houses literally double, and then the guy looks like anybody that bought a piece of real estate feels pretty proud of themselves. Then they think they're a genius, and then you know you don't you don't hear. I mean, not more than. Not more than uh, 90 days ago, maybe maybe about four months ago, there was an endless chatter of people who were so brilliant and proud of themselves in the crypto market <laughs> and on social
1: media. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. No, it's... I've been saying that shit's crazy for a long time. It's not whether it's crazy or not, right. it's just that someone's
0: getting in on something and having an inflated market and then they think they're brilliant. it's like, it's just, you've got to stay vigilant and try to market, you know, like there's no one, there's not a peep on social media about the brilliance of their crypto market, you know. Yeah, quite the opposite these days. Yeah, so, and I'm not saying it won't come back and it may not be the next thing and all that. I'm just saying that it, it doesn't, you know, somebody that took advantage and had a great year because of a storm, because of COVID, it's just luck. Yeah. It's just a
1: little bit of luck. Yeah. You so, sometimes you have to look at the whole world and see what happened. That that luck, where that came from, yeah. and you and you have to say, okay, I have to adjust my perception now because that is gone. That that ex that external event that let that gave me all this right. went away, and now I have to hunker down. Well, and this guy, that's right, will go into business if he doesn't yeah he, he, well, i mean everybody he's not gonna <laughs> if
0: he doesn't figure out the marketing he's out of business i mean he he, he might be able to hustle around in truck and but he's not gonna have a good year because yeah. to in his words he's already having a not so good year. everything else he's learning stuff he's doing all this he's got all these other things but he doesn't have the one thing it's always uh frustrating me too when i when i talk to something everybody's got their opinion on marketing and, and other stuff, but uh, when someone's getting coached or stuff like that, it really should be like the number one thing talked about. Yeah. They, they go over everything in these courses and these coaching groups and, and mastermind groups, but the number one thing that it should be honed in on is that, Yeah, I mean, it just absolutely
1: should be honed in on. And that if, that, that really should be the top priority they talk about and they should say, all of you guys, you gotta do this first, then we'll talk about everything else. I mean, they will go in, by the way, and I will we'll
0: kind of sum up here, but I, the, they'll go into things like structuring and managers and levels and all that's doing. And there's nothing wrong with it if the infrastructure is working right then. And if you can set up infrastructure and come right off of it, if it didn't make you money or if you need to dump it because of something, the stuff that that being not marketing stuff, that's okay maybe to try it, but they all want to act like they're going to produce this Contractor business that somehow is going to break all the laws of all time for a contract. And what I mean is, there's nobody in roofing that has ever gone out and done like a hundred locations,
1: right? In residential, we, we talked about that on another podcast. It's never Just. even happened.
0: It's not. It's not ever happened. And uh, people got in one, two, three, four locations and managed them. But really, that and anything beyond that's never happened unless it's like commercial. And so they'll set up these structures and there's all this fluffy crap about get managers and get sale and, and proceduralize it so you can be free, you know? And it's like any business owner and always does Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, like these guys worked. They worked. Yeah. They worked. They, they work. work. Yeah. And so you're going to work if you're going to make money. You might have some structure. We have people here. We have infrastructure and human resources and expertise. But the business owner is going to work. So they set up all this huge expense structure of this dream to have. And then some of these guys get this down a little bit, but they're all still working all the time. And then if something happens, their expense structure is high and their marketing's not perfect or even existing. Yeah. So they've got all these other things they're focusing on. And it's like, to me, it's just completely ass backwards. So if you want to make money in tough times, Dial the marketing in. Understand what branding is. Go to uh, the big show. Go to look
1: at some of our other stuff. Get your head screwed on straight. Be ready to work. Yeah. There's a there's a weird thing that happened in the past like decade about entrepreneurship about the whole world not, not working well. Yeah. yeah well, well, not not having to be the guy doing the labor in the business, just yeah. kind of sitting back and sort of pointing and saying, "You do this and you do that." Yeah. And I, I actually saw Gary Vee giving a talk once and some... Who works his ass off, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and mm-hmm. some some young guy stood up and said, well, I want to talk about passive income because I don't want to be sitting in some office working at some job when I could be on a beach letting passive income, pay all my bills. Really? And it was like, the day he had a huge douchebag sign over his head. <laughs> and Gary V. was just like, are you being serious right now? Yeah. And then he just like... Blasted him for ten minutes, yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's yeah. the problem: is setting up that structure. People think it'll let them have that, right. that they can sit back and do that. I think yeah, I yeah. remember. I think we may have spoken about this,
0: or I saw it, but Gary was saying there is no such thing as passive income. Yeah, it doesn't exist. When people talk about it, it's ridiculous. Now, if you own a piece of real estate, it's you're going to do less work, and it begins the money begins to work for you. And I think all the roofers should attempt to get
1: asset producing income. Yeah. yeah. Or income assets that produce income. Like my belief is that you don't have passive income until you don't need it. Yeah. yeah passive income, once you have so much money, it, that investments, investments just pay you. Yeah. And you don't have to do anything before, but that's because you already worked for so long. Yeah. <laughs> so the the income from a business can be invested into an asset that
0: produces income. And that asset that produces a different types of taxable income, like real estate, rentable income something like that and then over time and that piece is less work yeah a little bit and then it builds wealth due to tax strategy uh inflation you know uh rent increases and and so on equity pay down
1: but all of that's still a business you have to run all that's still a
0: business and it's actually i own some stuff it's actually still a lot of work there's uh, there's a lot going on it but it, it definitely is a more lucrative thing as it builds. But yeah, it's ridiculous to look at this stuff and consider it. So the same misconceptions about that stuff is the misconceptions people have about marketing. though. Right. completely screwed up and then people don't understand marketing so they villainize it. And as they villainize it, they, they basically tell themselves they can't do it or that they won't do it. And then they always have this shell of a business of what it could be. Yeah. And then they bump up and down and, and in my opinion, they're a contractor or a sub over a company even right. if they have a corporation they don't operate like a company yeah. they operate like someone that doesn't know what's going on anybody who to this stuff this far in is trying to figure it out and getting better at it all the time hopefully but, yeah 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 assuredly assuredly i mean it's just like someone actually trying to get it, it takes time to hear it in your brain to where it's like i became so i, I it is nothing's anything but marketing and propaganda and, and outreach and like it's a. And that's all, all. That's all. All the business is. Yeah. Uh, if they don't have it, the service. I always say the service is a privilege. The lead, the sales, a privilege. The infrastructure is a privilege. Like all that stuff is. I, yeah. Of course you are good at
1: what you do. Of course you have people to do it. But none of that happens without the lead and the sale. Right. Um, anyway, I, I guess the answer to, uh, you know success in roofing in hard times is really the same as success in roofing during good times. Uh, It's just hard times tend to make you focus on what you actually have to do to get there. Yeah. The difference is too, that
0: had people gotten their marketing right in good times, they would have been phenomenal times and they can retire off of those times. When the times are bad and it's low, they have a higher low. They don't go out of business and they still make a little bit of a profit. And it's not a horrific time. Right. So, and then when the times are good and they keep their overheads low, then they can retire if they invest some of that money. Yeah. So that, and that's, that is the equation. And if they don't get that right, same with me or anybody else, they will run the circle forever until they die. Right. And I talked to the older guys too, by the way. I talked to a guy, I talked to, when they're older and they call, there's, it's sad. So I talked to a guy um, called me up and, he wasn't, he's not in a place to buy anything, but he said he had like a 50 or 100 domains. I didn't tell you about this guy, but it was just a, I, I, these are the tragedies, like the death of a salesman tragedy. Like, you don't want to be, you don't want to do this and get this wrong and work your ass off owning your own business with all the problems and, and extra headaches that come with it and then die or get older and not figuring this out. Yeah. Cause that guy that, called me, doesn't understand any of it well enough to do anything. Had bought 50 to 100 domains and in his own words to me and said, I know it's dumb not to do anything all these years. And he's he's describing to me his life regrets in a phone call that was fruitless for me, but I had some compassion towards the guy, so I let him talk and listen to him. But he was telling me his life story of regrets of not marketing. and And he, and he had bought domains but he hadn't ever built a brand or done anything and he was unable to do stuff now because he was too old and didn't have energy levels to it. Yeah. Well how many times have we had clients that have sold a
1: business not gotten enough for it to actually retire and they call us and they're
0: 65 or even 70 years old and they're starting over? So I heard a statistic on this the other day and 75 uh, percent or 77 percent by the way that's how many are uh, said that they sold their business. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, if, if somebody sells their business and they don't, because if they didn't make the, the asset purchases that produce income like apartment complex, duplex, rental, Airbnb, whatever, um, they don't have enough money to live on and expenses continue to go up and if you don't have that other stuff going that floats with inflation like rental property, right. floats with inflation. Then your money disappears. Just and could you imagine selling your business in 2019, not having proper infrastructure set up for retirement or investments that cash flow that floated with the economy, having the money sit in the bank until 2022? Horrific. Yeah. Horrific. By 2022, a lot of it's gone. Yeah. Fifty percent of it maybe is is eaten up in inflation. Yeah. So you're sitting there trying to, you know, eat eat. Prime, you're down to choice, and pretty soon on beans. Yeah, pretty soon, <laughs> pretty soon on dog food, right? Anyway, but yeah, so I, I that hope. That was depressing. Uh, well, the good news is, is that somebody can market. It doesn't have to happen. Somebody can market and be a superstar. Yeah, yeah. That that is, but that is the that's the reality. People should be scared and depressed. That's why these guys work. I mean, it's why we all work. Yeah. As I was talking, to my son, my son was asking this question. We were on this uh, working vacation with my aunt, and my aunt still works. She's sixty eight. She's kind of a she's a beast though. She just barrels forward and stuff. But my son was asking a question. And I said, "Well, I told you. Uh, I like, well we all reach the end of our workable, you know, uh, health span. You know, like there's there comes an end to like you you'll still be alive, but you won't be productive anymore. Right? And it will happen." And my son's asking, and it, is like, as they ask question, I'm probably too direct with him about things. And I'll say, you'll be able to work for a certain length of time productively. And then you will have an end to that. Yeah, the years will catch you. And then you will still be alive for a lot longer. <laughs> right? And, it's, it's like, and he's like, oh, uh, and I'm like, oh, hey, well, that's life. You might have 20 or 30 years, depending, yeah. that you just sort of keep going. As it, and most people don't figure it out. But since you've got me helping you, son, you're going to figure it out early. I'm going to make damn sure of it. Just don't screw it up because you only have so much time to get this shit right. And um, he's like 13 and he's like. <laughs> so
1: he's 13. He's screw like, him away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this sucks.
1: It's a hard, right? This dark expanse.
0: Enjoy your There's vacation, no more, son. Man. Eat your ahi tuna and shut up. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> it's not always that morbid with my conversations with the kids, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but I do. My wife will look at me. death is coming,
1: boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> my wife will look at me like, God, good God, you know. Let them enjoy you know, their child. the truth. They can do it, guys. He's y'all,
1: 13. He's not a child. Anymore. Here's my
0: sum up for everything. You, by God, can do it. Yes. You can get your ass moving we can help you. We're the ones to call for this. We, we're the, we are the goats and the ones to go to for a roofer for marketing. Right. We have all of the stuff that we do for SEO, an agency here. We have a software company, data pens. It is awesome crap. and uh, Awesome crap. Awesome stuff. Awesome shit. We
1: need that on a shirt. Awesome crap. It is, man. It's the best there is. and then It's people- the best crap out there. I, mean, I
0: didn't mean it like that. I, mean, I didn't want to say shit. Yeah. Awesome so oh, like so stuff. And then it sounded worse when I tried to use The analogy was like, "Oh, what I get?" All right. Anyway, guys, call us when you're ready. Love to be of service. Get the marketing down. Keep the expenses low. Bad times will be good times. Right? Good times will be great times. Take it easy, take it easy. Bye bye. Oh, like
1: and subscribe.